when they are consuming you. When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry, there is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. And if you're just tuning in and you heard those little glitchy things going on with the thing <laughs> my computer has a mind of its own tonight welcome to the new permanent time for the thing at the foot of the bed i'm one of our co-hosts i'm laura lee potvin you're listening to united public radio network on 105.3 out of new orleans but we are broadcasting all over the world we are also on roku tv we have a channel I don't have the channel code for you, but if you have Roku, please go to the channel store and you're going to look up UFO, all one word, space, P as in Peter, like you're going to spell paranormal. And we come up under UFO paranormal, I believe, slash United Public Radio. Otherwise, if you're listening and you want to join in the conversation, please head over to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, either on Facebook or the YouTube channel. We can see your comments very quickly i'm laura lee potvin i'm a canadian clairvoyant medium crystal reiki energy healer kashuk records practitioner spiritual teacher and mentor and my amazing co-host i'll let him <laughs> take it away i am david uh, hansel i am a spiritual medium uh, or medium i am uh, also i channel angels i do a lot of channel writing and i speak to guides constantly and that and more and more i guess we could just say you know don't you just love live radio like i know i, I can do. see this face going laura like what's going on and i I'm don't like, yeah computer don't do this now like i can't restart you come oh, on come on i thought i thought it was kind of interesting i just kind of sat here and played i'm like oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> i love the intro though so i loved when it popped on it's like that? i like to hear that laugh I have to give Dave credit, you guys, because Dave is the talent behind our intro. So I have to. Oh well, I'm not saying it because I mean it. Just turned. I know you're not, but the it was the best. Like it just just turned out. Yeah, it just kind of turned out. So, my gosh, we were talking about all kinds of stuff earlier, so we thought we'd talk about it. Hi, everybody. Um, So, a thing that happened to me, and then Laura Laura Lee talks about, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we are. Um, So I do. I, so I'm a medium and I, and I have an old website, of course, you know, everybody has a website, uh, but I'm also on TikTok. I do a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. I, I make videos all day long. I just answer people's questions about the afterlife and metaphysical things that I know about. And what happens is people will try to imitate me. So what they do is they copy, they make another TikTok that looks like me, and then they message people, get a couple followers, and people, they're trying to get readings. And then they actually message some of the people who follow me on Instagram trying to sell some protection bracelets. And if anybody knows me, and thank God these people know me, that's not something I deal with. Um, I just don't. That's not my forte. Um, 
so but mediums have been trying to do this to people they're trying to scam people on stuff you got to really be careful i know that like for me if you ever want to get a hold of me the only way you can get a hold of me is on um through my website and for laura lee through her facebook and she'll tell you exactly how to get a hold of her we never ever 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 direct message people offering them a reading or saying we read your energy and you need a reading. We just don't do that. That seems to be a trend. Before I finish that thought, I'm going to say hi to Michelle Pratt it's from true. Australia. Hi, she Michelle. Said, she says, good day, guys. Not sure how long I'm here for power issues. I hear you if you caught the intro. <laughs> yeah. And Janie's from here from central Louisiana. Pop in if you're listening, lurking, just say hi. Hi, Janie. Where you're from? Um, no, but that's just it, right? And this seems to be a trend. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I find this a little funny. Hi, Sandra Sharp. She says, I love you, David. Hi, Sandra. The thing is, right? And it, like I seen this is really happening on Instagram. And I gotta love when I get hit up by sugar daddies that want to give me thousands of dollars for nothing just to add them. But that's not what we're talking about. This is where yeah. I'm going with this. I've had one sugar mama. we got Louise Mail here too. Welcome. Hi, um, the point is you get people hitting you up saying, I came across your profile. I felt your energy. Spirit has this major message for you. you I've got to speak to you. I've had many messages like that. You know, oh, yeah. well, they don't know who you are because I mean, not that I'm the be all to the end all or any of us are about getting messages, but we can pretty well communicate with spirit. And we know the real deal that somebody takes this seriously. And I'm not saying we're so lofty on a pedestal that we. Yeah. 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 We don't mean it like that at all. You know, let me tell you, there is one spiritual friend that I have that literally goes from person to person and sells out and sends out mass messages saying i feel your energy contact me um my friends like laura lee me uh my friend india sandra sharp even when we do stuff we let people know yes we do this and this is what we can do you can check out my website if you want you can go research me do whatever you need to do but other than that we make ourselves available but we don't solicit that is the that is the worst thing in the world and people do that and 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 i got hold of somebody who said they got a reading for me but they didn't they got like some and they say for donations and when they're doing donations that's another thing too they're scamming you i pay taxes um like if you're saying it's me and donations i don't mean everybody who takes donations is scamming you i'm just saying for me if it says donation but they had i guess they asked a question and they got like this the worst answer back that had nothing to do with even their question and they charged them like $60 for this one question thing and uh, it's absolutely terrible do you you know if you guys are going to hire any spiritual person any spiritual practice for anything do some research on them I don't mind being researched I've been vetted over and over I get vetted when I go to when I do um, uh, investigations and such it's not a big deal so do your research because some people out there charge a lot of money and they may not make you happy. And you're going to, you know, ask your friends about people too, because you got to vibe with the right medium too. I mean, I've, most people who come to me, they're usually, they're sad, but I tell you, everybody who books a reading with me, just about everybody, their relatives are just a hoot. 
I always get those people. So maybe that's how they work it on the other side. I don't know. I look at it, Dave, is okay, because there's this big thing too. I didn't plan, I didn't even discuss this with you before, but um, about we have, you have to feel good about what you charge for what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always feel that the people that are meant to find me or work with me will work with me. But I have run into many people that will say, I don't charge. That's great. That's okay. You, that's you, you do you. Okay. I always say it's not my job to judge, but when we judge other people. So I've had this conversation before and I always say money is an energy source. Money is the thing that we need to use to help us live. And I would, and they'll say, well, if it's coming from God, if it's coming from, you know, the other side, like heaven, whatever you want to call it, why do you need to charge money? Well, guess what? I would love to walk into a grocery store and help myself to all the organic food produce and everything in there and say, well, it's coming from God, so it should be free. Unfortunately, that's not the way the world works, right? So yeah it's and it's it's what it is i mean some people charge a lot some people charge a little but i've had people too i've had people ask me they say why do you charge for this god-given gift i said well here's here's the reason that david charges for this if i didn't i'd literally get that <laughs> tons of emails all day long and i answer stuff for free all the time i don't mind because if I, if, yeah if, if i can i am more than happy to do it every reading i do i always tell them keep in touch with me if you have one little question yep. just message me and ask me i don't care um i don't mind at all um but if i just sat here all day long and did free readings during all my spare time and everything else I'd have to, I wouldn't be able to do it because one, my computer would get shut off. My, I wouldn't, I'd probably be homeless. I wouldn't have a home. I need to have electricity, light and everything else. I need to feed my animals. Um, I mean, I don't, I am by no means internationally known and and I don't, you know, I'm not spending my money on yachts and everything. That's not why I do this. I, I don't do think I would, Dave, we've talked about it. If we ever won the lottery, right? We both agreed. Wouldn't it be great to open an animal rescue? Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to you. I won the lottery. What are you going to do with your money? Animal rescue. Animal rescue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about, you know, homeless people, animal rescues, everything else like that is something. Me, oh, my mountain home. I want my mountain home. I always ask when I see people that have like billions of dollars and you see more and more people, it's like, I need more. I need more. I I seriously, again, I say it's not my job to judge, but I always ask, when is enough enough? Like to me, I'm okay with a roof over my head and our needs are met. And, you know, I usually find if I need something, even if I don't have the money for it, it, it comes when I when it's needed. And I, you know, know. I never thought yeah. I'd be living. I want to add this one thing, Dave. I never thought I'd be living this way, you know, working as a nurse. I make good money. I plan to go to, to medical school. Well, life had a change. And you know what? I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And I'm very happy with I loved what my other job, but I had to switch, not by choice, I'll say. But I think in a way I was meant to be doing this all along. Sorry, I wanted to add that. Oh no, that's Absolutely correct. No, I'm the same way. I was looking at Michelle's. Uh, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, you and I think of the same thing. Yeah. Michelle asked a question. You what want to read that? it? Yeah. What are your thoughts on people owing you money? I find it's not worth the energy when it comes back. Do you mean um, owing you money for like readings, or just owing you money for general? Usually, for me, unless it's a super large amount of money, I. This is me. I like somebody. Uh, I was at work, and they they went to buy something and they didn't their card wasn't working so i bought them a soda i said no let me buy that for you bought their lunch and then 
um, I know that they they kept they said, oh my God, I forgot I owe you money. It was like months later, and I said, oh, I don't care. I I don't I don't care about stuff like that. And unless it's if I'm borrowing you money that I really needed for somebody, but you needed it worse than me, then I might say, oh, I need it back. But otherwise, I don't really care. I just let it go. No, um, she said large amounts. I'm going to be giving my take on that. Not that I have exorbitant amounts. Oh, large amounts. Yeah, large but, amounts but would I be different. I will share with you, uh, one of my relatives that's very close to me, I won't out them. There have been times when I've had to borrow a little bit of money till payday, and I've always paid it back, and they do the same with me. And we have that understanding. We're not It's not thousands of dollars. But also, I try to stay away from lending money the three things I always say we shouldn't talk about at parties, but also can quickly ruin a friendship. But at a party, money, politics, and religion, right? Yeah. But money can very quickly ruin a friendship when we lend. And I'm not telling people what to do. It's just something you got to think about. To me, if I'm going to lend money and I have to, like I've, I've walked upon, I don't tell people, but I'm going to share it here. One night I went to the store a couple of years ago and the store was locked. It was before we went through the last couple of years and it was a very rough part of the neighborhood and there was a young man that came out of the shadows up to me and he was practically vibrating he was shaking so bad and I could tell he was coming down from something he said excuse me ma'am do you think you might have enough to add to mine and gave me this little handful of change I to get a sandwich and the clerk was so rude to this young man and I knew I went to the store a lot I knew her and and she's going what are you talking to him for I said listen he's just hungry and well, does he have the money? I said, don't worry about it. I will pay for it. And then I said, could you show him what you have? And she didn't even want to show him. I said, could you please grab the sandwiches that are there and show him? I got her to give him the sandwich. And he was he was almost in tears. And, he, and I'm not trying to tell this that I'm so great. This is where I'm going with money. It was it was like 10 bucks or something. I told him to order whatever he needed. And then he looked at me and he was like I said, he was in tears and he said, thank you. And I think he said something like, I can't repay you. I said, there's no repayment necessary. I'm just going to ask you one thing. You're going to be you're going to have a different kind of life in a few years. And I didn't, was not with judgment. I said, but if you ever run across somebody and you're in a position maybe to help them, please do so. And, and that's all I said. And it wasn't with judgment or anything. Yeah, people mistake, you know, listen, for money is not an evil thing, okay? Money is itself is an evil. And that's why a lot of people go, why can't I manifest money? Because you keep talking smack about people who have money. Money isn't the evil thing. It's it's how people choose to use it. That's what makes it either a good thing or a not so good thing. That's pretty much Plus, how I see that. Plus, we place a lack too when we're looking yeah. at the you know the law of attraction. Yeah. yeah, there is. It is when you say I don't have enough money. That's coming from a place of lack. So you get more of that. If you keep saying evil's money, then they're like, well, the evil's money. We're money's evil. We're going to make sure they don't get that money because they don't like it. So you gotta, you just gotta. Uh, be good. Just love the money. Um, yeah, it's the love of money. Love, love, love. You should, you shouldn't, you should. No, but marry. you said versus greed, right? Yeah. Like, and Jane mentioned a few minutes back. George Lunsford's here. I got to give him shout. Out. He goes, "Hello, but you were great." He means us guys, I guess. Thanks, George. We love you too. You've been here giving us a lot of feedback about cryptids. We're going all around the world tonight and back again. Just I yeah, said everywhere. It was a good place to bring this up. And then he said he gets a lot of questions asking 
you know, kind of how you set things up and what you do. And we do do things differently. And we thought, you know, what it's a good thing because people are here, they're interested in these kind of topics. And I said, this could even apply to like how many people on here have gotten catfish. Like I can tell you, I know right now, if I have a young, hot looking 25 to 30 year old, usually he's either in the military or um, he's a doctor, they'll say, I know right away to pull out my special special app that I have and I'll look them up and sure enough, it's a stolen picture. It's not that I don't think that that well of myself. It's just that the chances of somebody that looks like a male model coming to find me, little old me, that's that's nobody. Could it happen? Yes. But I will tell you, never once have I been wrong. That's, uh, I'll tell you something. And I'm going to tell you that the people who are really open spiritually you actually got uh, something cool on your side. And I'll tell you, when I got out of the hospital, when I started playing in my computer again, I had all kinds of people, you know, direct messaging me for all this stuff. And I thought at first, oh, wow, all these people like me. What is this? They people, And then, like, my guides are like, no, no, pay attention. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Same thing, Larley. Everybody was out for money. Everybody was like so fake profiles. They're all over everywhere. So you guys just be really careful out there. There's a there's a big thing going on with people. They're relying on our kindness, on people's kindness out there. And they're relying on desperation out there. People watch the internet. And when tons of people are saying on their memes, oh, I'll never find the right life. Oh, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. That right there is a clear indicator to a scammer that you're desperate and that you'll pretty much fall for anything. So remember, your phone hears you. Everything hears you. So you got to have a little bit of discernment for everything and know that when the right person comes, you, you'll know it. And But spiritual people usually have that sixth sense. We're like, oh, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. And that's what I count on now. Mm -hmm. Um Thank God I don't have to worry about that stuff. Though. Well, one of the things I'll give you is a little hint, and this is not being racist. It's not being anything because I'm not singling out any race. I have also found when a message starts with the person's name is John Smith and dear, dear, how are you, dear? Mm -hmm. How's it going, dear, dear? We usually don't use that term of endearment over here within this the United States, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So just something to look at and i'm not like i said I'm not, it's not a racist statement it's just usually a red flag for me that somebody is not quite who they say they are yeah i've yeah. had a lot of i have a lot of people that talk a certain way and type and and see what they don't understand is when they contact someone like me or laura lee or some other spiritual people we get read the my energy. doctor has to guys that i got but I, sorry, Dave, go ahead. Oh, there we go. I was wondering, I think we got stuck there for a minute. Oh, there we go. I'm probably losing my internet here. You know what I'll do? I'll put it on guys because I forgot I'm plugged into my internet up here with my router. So I apologize, but it's either that or I'm going to, Dell's not home and I'm going to have one heck of a mess with the German Shepherd. <laughs> oh, go ahead. When you got to go, I'll meet Okay, I think she muted herself. Um, so anyway, so everybody just be really careful. People are out there and they are coming from a lot of other countries, not just here. They are because you can read the you can read the energy in the in the uh, in the words that they put and you can tell just how they spell that they're not there. 
Um, Sandra said, in, in, intimate address from a stranger on first contract is a dead giveaway. It is true. Intimate address is. I've had people like three times after they've met somebody, they call me up. They're like, Dave, is this the right person for me? And I'm like, why? What are you asking? I don't know why people want to ask me that and waste their money on that. But it's usually they send them a picture and then I will ask them, have you video chatted them? No, there's always something wrong with their video. There's always something wrong with their FaceTime. There's always something wrong with their phone that they can't call. I mean, all that is dead. You don't have to be a psychic for these people. I mean, this is, it's just a, it's just giveaway. I know it's wishful thinking, but you just got to let these people go. It's just absolutely silly. And yes, Jane, the trolls are everywhere. So we just got to be careful, you know, and I suppose with technology, that's what happens, you know. We just, we just don't know. We just don't know. Sandra Sharp said bingo. That's bingo is right. I tell you, some of these people, I had, I had somebody kept messaging me and I wasn't even in a, like a relationship thing. They just kept messaging me. They were just a person that like got a hold of me. It was asking me some spiritual questions and all this other stuff and then said how they wanted to meet me. And then the next thing you know it. Uh, they're like, oh, they write me. I'm in California right now. I need to, you know, get to this place to another. Do you have like $500? You can just, you know, mail over here quick. And then I'll, when I get over there, I'll give it back to you. I'm like, no, absolutely. No, you can't have nothing. You get nothing. Go. It's like how, why people would think that when they just met you, that you're going to fall for stuff like that. I mean, I don't, I, but I guess there's a lot of people that do. And that's the sad thing. I don't think, I think that's people are just so desperate for love nowadays. Um, and I'm not sure. I'm kind of not sure what the reasoning is, why it's really going around. I mean, people have always been like that, but it seems to really be going around right now. Oh, let me see. I'm just seeing if anybody's got any comments here for me. Money made round the table. Pay it forward. Look at all you guys. All these guys got like the best. How many? How many millions of dollars do people need? All part of karma. What do you do with it? You guys, I got to tell you something that I struggle with, and I know when Laura Lee comes back, we'll talk about it. Sometimes when we manifest, what happens is you really are a creator in this lifetime. That's absolutely true, and I learned that firsthand. What you think about the most comes to you in some way, shape, or form, even accidentally if you have thoughts. Um, I've done the experiments. Well, uh, in the morning, I'll go to work, and I'll say to myself, I find dimes really easy. And I just start saying that to myself. Wow, every time I look, I'm always finding a dime. I'm always finding money. I always find money and money always comes to me. It just kind of flows. I just say that to myself. And all of a sudden I'll get to work and I'll keep looking down on the floor. And there'll be money there. There'll be a penny here, a quarter there, a nickel there. You know, And I should be saying, I, I always find a million dollar bills, but I don't. I'm stupid. But I just like to play with the universe to see if it's listening. But when it comes to wanting something like for me one of the big things i want is i would love to take care of a few things and have this house and i always think well what should i think about should i think about like a figure of money and if i had all this money i don't want my life to change that much but that's not a good thing to say because now the universe is saying that so now for me pretty much i just think of what i want what i would do with that money so that's what I do. I think of what I would do 
if I had all this money, but I don't think of it as like something that, that if I could do it, I think of it as when I have this, this is what I'm doing. When this is what I'm getting, I'm having this, I'm doing this, I'm having this house, I'm having this place. I'm, I'm doing this kind of charity. I'm buying these kind of little animals for everything. So I just keep thinking that all the time. And it really does work. Of a quick story, if you guys are listening, um, a few years back, I lived in this teeny tiny, uh, it was like, it was a one bedroom, like studio type thing. And across the street, there was a house that had a porch on it. It was just, I watched people sit out there and they had like a hound dog, you know, I'm in the South. And I just kept looking at that house thinking, God, I just, I, I want that house looks so cool. I would love that little porch out front so I could sit outside. And I just always think about that all the time. And then one day I looked out my window and there's a moving truck there and they were moving. So I was like, aha. So I started looking up all these places who owned that house and who owned that house. I could not find it, but I kept looking at that house. I watched somebody redo the house because I had to obviously fix things. And all of a sudden I, I thought, well, I'm not going to get that house. This place is too small. So I went to call up my landlord and I said, hey, I'm just letting you know, uh, I'm, do you guys have any houses maybe for rent? Because this apartment's becoming a little bit too small for me. And she said, actually, we do have one coming up on the market. She said, it's a one bedroom. She said, it's an extra hundred dollars a month, but if you'd like it, you, you can have it. We'll put you in it because you've been with us for two years already. And I said, well, where is it? And she goes, it's the house across the street with the blue railing. It was that house that I've been watching. So I moved into that house. And then when I lived in that house, I wanted a bigger house. And a year later, a bigger, I got somebody bought my house and I moved to a bigger house. And then I sat in that house for two months and I said, God, all I really want is a picture window. Why can't I get a house with a picture window? The electricity went bad in the house that I lived and they put me in this house I'm in now. So what you think about is truly what you get. So that's why I say, I don't want to ever tell the universe, oh my gosh, if I had $4 million, it's going to wreck everything because $40 million is evil. But I, so now I start talking about the things I want in the future. These are things that I'm having in the future. These are things I know I'm going to have and I can feel it and I can do it. And since you do that, it starts to bring it forward. So if to get these things means winning a lottery or to get these things means something good happens or something goes forward, so be it. I don't mind the journey. I think half the fun of the destination is the journey right beforehand. <clears throat> I'm back, by the way. Oh, oh, dear God, the dog did us a favor, believe me, but I had a lot of cleaning to do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want to say hi to Robin. He's from the UK, from Halfern uh, Paranormal. Welcome. Thanks, Dave, for holding down the fort. Hey, that's okay. Well, I, was, I was talking about um, when people are manifesting things that I told them that I was having trouble sometimes manifesting a certain amount of money because I, every time I manifest that, I always have like an ill thought behind it. So instead of manifesting a certain amount of money, I manifest the things that I want or things that I'm going to have in my life. And Do you I was know talking what about the houses. a theory about that I huh. haven't tried because I'm still having a hard time grasping it? But in a sense, you know, where you've heard... We've all heard it within this field. Hi, Rose. Welcome. Well, we got lots of Australians real, here tonight. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Real quick, Sandra Sharp is absolutely correct. She says, tell the universe I want and the universe will Okay, so this is where I'm going wanting. with this. That's yeah. why I actually said this. So it was a video I came across. I wasn't looking for it. It came up in my stream. 
And the guy was saying, because a lot of people, depending on how, hi, Jody, holy cow, we got half of Australia here today. We got so many Australians. <laughs> Welcome. Jody says, loving you guys. Okay, so this guy said, because the universe doesn't understand certain words in the way of the negative, it, it, uh, he, his theory was the universe avoids it. So by saying, you know, you're right about that, uh, Sandra, that you said want, because we're coming from a place of lack, right? right. Yeah. With the law of attraction, we believe it's already ours. We attach an appropriate emotion. Some of us don't know what a million dollars feels like. So you, pro you, you think of something that brings you a lot of joy and happiness and excitement. Well, his thought was a lot of people have a hard time imagining what a million dollars feels like. So saying, I don't want a million dollars. Again, we're using the word want, right? Yeah. So everybody's got a different idea how to do this. So Dave and I had a conversation this afternoon and a good mm -hmm. one. We could have made a podcast out of it. You know what? I think what we're doing here, I think we have to find what resonates with ourselves and it isn't that complicated. So no. many people make it so complicated. That they you do. Have to so many steps and you got to do this and you got to do that. I think you have to do what's right for you. Right. Yeah, you do. I was just telling them how I just kept thinking about how I want, how I saw him across the street, and now, and I just imagined myself. for people. Yeah, <laughs> I just imagined myself there. Like, I mean, I do. That is my place. That's what I'm going to do. You know, and I do the same thing now. That's how I got this house with the big windows and everything went wrong because I moved in the house because I was like, I don't, I don't have. I'm going to have a house with windows in it. That's what I want. Now, somebody, I think it was Carl Young. I don't know if it was Carl Young or somebody had said there was a technique which i thought was cute because i could expand on this if you were to say like four million dollars like people say are you rich well i do not have four million dollars do not have four million dollars because they're saying that the universe doesn't hear the word not so the universe okay, so says the i do thing, have right? things. yeah That's yeah this guy was yeah. saying he didn't use the word what but because the universe he believes, and many people do, that they don't hear the word negative. negative. Now, we don't want to come from a place of like, I want or I do not want. But you know what? You're getting what we're saying here. Now, I haven't tried it. Has anybody in the chat tried it before? If you found if it worked or not, I'd love to hear. Yeah, I think I would love to try something like that. It couldn't uh, hurt. It could no, hurt. I mean, like I said, I, I, I get stuff in the morning. I was telling them in the morning, I'll say like, I find money flows to me. I find stuff everywhere. Yeah, but um, don't, Jane, I wanted to point this out. You said for years, I wrote a deposit, my checking account for $80 million. I don't think that's funny because you know who told that story? No, I don't know how he got it, but he did tell that story and he proved it, it was Jim Carrey. He pulled out the check and the day he Oh yeah, it, Jim. Yeah, well, yeah, he wrote a he wrote a check to himself. Yeah, he wrote a check to yeah for ten million dollars, and then eventually got to cash on it. And around that time, and he talks about it. He pulled out the check in the interview. I saw it. Did have the date? No, could he have written one and wrinkled it up, made it look like it was well worn? Yes, but um, I didn't really have a reason to lie about it. I don't think you got the money. You got the money, but he said it was around the time he signed Dumb and Dumber. Contract, yeah. contract for $10 million. Yeah, but if you really want, you know, the universe hears the uh, the law of attraction is is, is, is true. It's absolutely true. Uh, the only thing that makes me angry about that is 
the YouTube videos that come out explaining 30 billion different ways. And then somebody will watch one YouTube video for 10 minutes and go, oh, I know how to do the law of attraction now. Well, no, you don't because there's way more to it. Plus there's like, uh, there's like 50,000 other universal laws that apply to this physical reality. So I always tell people, for me, I take two, I take two of the laws, the law of attraction and the law of action. So the law of attraction automatically um, puts you in the law of germination, which means you have the idea, you planted the seed. As long as you plant the seed, the seed now has to grow. So now that in order to grow, you have to do something to it. So that's where the law of action comes in. The law of action says, put a foot forward towards what you want. If you want a brand new house, Get on the computer and start looking up different places you want to live and brand new houses and start imagining what you're doing to your new house in your head. And do, that's what brings in the law of attraction. And be Eventually, clear. Yeah, and be very clear. clear and it'll get, you you. Yeah, it'll get to you. Yeah, it'll so get to you. It'll get to you eventually. You have to be clear, I think. And the other thing that I have found that really helps just from personal experience is, Dave and I talked about this before too, was noticing things that come in your environment, like if something's showing up a lot or whatever, and maybe it's just little things that you thought about and you knew that you eventually wanted that to, you know, to come into your possession, whatever it may be. I, I say thank you and I make a big deal that I've noticed. I've noticed universe, you're hearing me, you're hearing what I want to manifest. And then as it goes on, I'm very grateful because I think gratitude also is a big, is a big part. Also, one thing that most of us that do this, that if you're a light worker, you see yourself in this, you you know, you'd give someone the shirt off their back. We talked about money earlier, right? That, yeah. that we would need. How many of us are good at receiving? You got a friend that calls yeah, you up that's, says, I yeah. want to pay for you. I'm going to take you to this expensive restaurant. How many of you would say, oh, no, 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 no. That's too expensive. No, I couldn't go. Instead of saying, here's a gift from somebody that wants to take you. There's no reason they've offered and they mean it. Just say, thank you very much. I would love to do that. How many of us are good at that? Yeah, right? I am now because my I used to when I was told when, when I was younger and somebody said, oh, you look cute today. Or you look good today. I'd be like, oh, no, I don't. I look terrible. It's like, why? Why don't you just say thank you and just accept the compliment? Um, there is a really good question that. Uh, is that Jamie's? Or was um, there oh, there's two of them. Oh, this, OK. Yeah. Does everyone know about the writing a fake check? I don't do that one. I mean, I've, I, some people do, I, but you know what? I, in all honesty, I haven't heard of 30 billion people calling me up saying, Hey, look at, I got my check. So, no, but you know what? But it's still That's good to the do energy. The energy, yeah, the energy, energy of, the energy of doing it. And everybody <clears throat> has something that works for them. We're not yeah. all the same. So <clears throat> but that works for you and you feel like you feel it and you believe in it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that's, that. That's the key to it. And that's why it doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Listen, I wrote that check a lot. Years ago, I wrote that. Somebody had told me about it. I thought, oh, this is cool. I'm going to write that check. And I went yeah. back. I'm like, not even close. But you know what? It's because of my fault. It was my fault. Because all during that time, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. I already wrecked it. I yeah. wrecked it just by doing that. That's so what it, I said. So if you <coughs> That's what I mean. I think most people do what I do. I think most people do it. They say, oh, it ain't going to happen. And then they let it go and it's done. Yeah. I think you, so what Jay, was the other question, Dave, that you said? Um, uh, Sandra was talking about no, not in those low vibrations that the um, that the universe doesn't hear. And that I'm going to say that that is actually correct. 
um, because of the fact from what I know with, with conviction is that the universe as a whole is not listening to your words. The universe, the universe the doesn't listen to your words. Feeling. Yeah, it's the vibration. Yeah, the vibration, the essence and everything else that goes out. When you put out something that you want in a vibration or feeling, the universe matches it. Like does attract like. But if you just use words and don't put anything behind it, I don't know if it's going to give you anything. Well, that's why the secret was such a disappointment years ago. People were super excited about it. They heard about this book. They seen the videos with all these people yeah. talking how it works. And then it became a, a couple years later because people are going, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. It's because we forgot about the vibration and the emotion behind it. Behind right? it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I want to add this. We got some good comments here. So let's yeah. read them. So Kathleen says, go for it. Michelle Pratt says, never look a gift horse in the mouth. LOL. I like what Jane said here. Law of abundance is not necessarily money. Abundance comes in many forms. Agreed. It's true. Agreed. Big time agreed. Because yeah, then, a lot of people think they need money to be happy. They think, and it's like, no, you don't need money to be happy. You need something else to be happy. But if you're really happy, that money might just come behind it. Yeah, but it's not just money, right? It could be friends and abundance. Of oh, yeah. You can have abundance food, of health. Abundance of joy. Yeah. And abundance of all kinds of things. So I like that. I Rose tell. Says, oh, go ahead. I walk the walk and I talk the talk when I say I do this every day. I always say to who will ever listen to me on that side, I am really grateful that I have a house and my cats and a job as much as I'm going to some of the stuff I'm even going through. I always say to myself, I'm still happy about it because I understand what's happening. And, and I I'll say just it in the morning. Before yeah. I get out of bed, I, I lost my house three years ago, not because I didn't pay my bills and it's not the place. I probably have shared the story in the Angel. I forgot to mention I'm the host of the Angel Rock on Monday Night Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know I was, no, I was not living on the street. I was staying with my mother-in-law for um, a couple of weeks till we found the place that we're in now. But the thing is, and when I get into bed, and most of you know I'm not working as a nurse because I have a bad back. I lay on this bed right here every night and I just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I really mean it because you know what? It's so comfortable, takes the pain away. And then I start to think of other people that aren't so lucky. And mm -hmm. I, I try to send out, you know, feelings of love and abundance. And my wish would be that everybody had a bed and a roof over their head and food. Yeah. There's enough out there. That's the other thing we're led to believe, right? Yeah, There's we have plenty. Yeah, we are. Not. Yeah, we are not in a lack of anything. It's just people are greed. Can you put up? Um, do you, do you uh, Kathleen Connor? Do you believe in karma? Okay. So, Kathleen, thank you for the question. And I totally believe in karma, but and I'm not going to say but because but negates everything. I totally believe in karma, although. It's my definition of karma that I know that I believe in. And my definition is karma is literally a, a, an exchange or a balance of experience. So whatever you are put through, whatever you put somebody else through, at some point, you have to get, you have to experience it yourself. And it doesn't have to come by the same situation. So if, um, if, if, if I took a, maybe I did, somebody took a little, gun and shot me in the shoulder. And I was like, ow, you know, that person doesn't necessarily going to get shot back, but whatever 
that caused me, so not maybe the pain, not just the physical pain, but maybe because they shot me in the shoulder, maybe I lost my job. Maybe I lost the use of my left arm. Maybe all these bad things happened to me just because of the result of that one little shot. That's what that person is going to have the exchange experiences. It's not the gunshot. But not it's, necessarily in this lifetime either. Yeah, and not necessarily in this lifetime. You're basically, whatever you put out to the universe or you put out to another has to come back to you. And, and, and to really freak you out is because if you look at everybody around you, everybody around you is basically you playing another part of another perspective of you. So I'm um, going to add something, Dave. Yes, go ahead. Add, By like, all means. Sandra says karma is literally the law of physics on an energetic level. I like that. Jane added the secret was generally about selfish material things. Agreed. And Kathleen says, that's right to be grateful for what you have. For me too, I'm going to add to karma in this lifetime. Now, I believe it. I You can call it what you want. If you don't want to call it karma, that's fine. But I truly believe that what we come put out eventually comes back to us. So whether you want to call that karma, you want to call it energetic exchange, it doesn't matter to me. So, um, you know, somebody that keeps being nasty to someone, and there are people that don't get it, you know, don't yeah, experience, because I agree with Dave too, that it's more important about the emotions of what of what you put that other person through that you do need to experience what that feels like rather than it necessarily you're going to get shot back because you shot somebody in the shoulder yeah. right Gabe? yeah exactly it's 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 not about as much the little physical things that happen also sometimes it can be though I'm, I'm assuming that it can be sometimes i mean i don't know everything but for the most part that's what i know and i did go through a small little uh bit of a review during my nde so i can tell you that they showed me a lot of karmic things which is really funny I, it was it was it, you know what it, it, i'm gonna be honest with you emotionally it was tough physically it didn't hurt at all and it didn't make me want to freak out or anything but just watching the stuff that i thought about myself before this moment in life most of the karma was on myself all the stuff that i thought that i did was so awful they put me in the place of others and they said, no, you were being awful to you. And I was like, Oh God, but aren't we almost always. Yeah, and we are. Said you may never see the karma to others. That's true. And again, but you, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to though, because that would mean that you're wishing revenge. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. But where I was taking that from was that like you sort of your example that you mm -hmm. use that you thought you were being so awful to people, but when yeah. you were able to see it from the bigger picture from the outside looking in, you really weren't being awful to other people. You were being, being awful, awful to me. yourself. Or there's sometimes I've heard people when they've looked at near death experiences or they talk to patients or whatever, and they do go through a bit of a review. There's people that they have hurt that they had no knowledge of. Yeah, that you didn't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's there's part of my review, too, where I got to see um, how people felt around me because of my drinking and my freaking out all the time. Mm -hmm. I had bad anxiety and all this stuff. And so I got to see that those people didn't necessarily hate me. But the pity that they felt when people feel pity for you, it's it's almost not a comfortable feeling. I hate pity. And people yeah. think it's because I don't think I deserve it. And I'm talking about for myself. Yeah. And it's not that I don't think I deserve it. I just truly believe I'm not a victim. Yeah. And the thing I'm talking about, that's why I don't talk about my back injury or the things I've been through. It's not because I'm a private person, because people's natural thing is to feel pity. And I appreciate that. But 
pity equals sort of a lower vibration to me about your victim. I, I really feel that way because I, I really made me angry when I was first looking at this and people, you know, we'd be talking about pity, say in a spiritual type circle or something. Well, people would say, well, you don't think you're worthy of it. But first of all, don't, mm. please don't put words in my mouth. And second of all, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. I probably cut off your, your train of thought. No, there. you did it. You did it. Um, Kathleen says, I have sought for myself what nasty people have done. And it comes back a lot harder. I, I have a belief in that too, Kathleen, because I do. It's It's almost like the old thing. If you put something bad out intentionally, it does come back to you threefold. Um, and, and I don't know if that's like triple the strength. I have no clue how to measure the strength of something coming back to you. But I, I do know it's going to hit another harder in some way. Rose oh. said, you're not a victim, you're a survivor. Yes, but I just even prefer to kind of steer away from it because it's a good conversation to have. But I always say embrace it all. The good, yeah. the bad, the ugly, everything. Dave and I had this conversation. Yeah, we did earlier. Yeah, and, and you know what? If anybody's, if anybody does feel like a victim, know this: everybody on this earth during this lifetime, at some point, could be considered a victim of something. We all will be. It's all part of the experience that we do here. I think the most important thing is to know that you're you're not a victim that has to stay there all the time. Yeah. You, you don't deserve that crap. So whatever somebody done to you that was done, you know what? You survived it. You are more powerful than they ever will be. So just and forgiveness. Move on. That's yeah. where forgiveness comes in. Yeah. And people think because you hear the word forgiveness, you have to forgive what was done to you. No. You can hate what they did to you. You can hate the whole bit, but forgive them. And, you know, they always say when you let somebody live in your head and you haven't forgiven them, you're letting them live there rent free. And you are, because when you're able to truly just let them go, you don't ever have to speak to that person again. You don't have to have, we're not saying that, like, forgive them no matter what someone does. No, but by letting that go, you make space for something else to move in there that's that's probably much better for you, I believe, and meant in your highest good than hanging on to it. Plus, it's poisonous to hang on to angry yeah, Plus, there's so much more to every situation. I mean, I've and I've seen this through different visions and stuff I've done before where they've showed me that like somebody who like not all murderers, I'm just going to pick like a, a not a murderer. I'm just uh, somebody murdered somebody. OK, so he did an evil thing. He killed somebody, made the whole family feel bad and everything else. And they showed me one time they're like, but we need you to know why he murdered that person first. So, okay. So as we go by, you go through this person's life and you find out, oh my God, almost everything he went to was literally leading him up to that moment. He literally had no choice but to do that. He just dropped the ball. So that's why I was telling people, we really can't judge people for stuff. We can hate the person. We can be mad at the person who did something. And yes, it is bad that they did it. I'm not saying that it's not bad. I'm just saying there's a reason behind every action that we make and there's a reason there's always the there's always a reason for behavior whether we yeah. can see it or not, not and yeah. i i don't know if i was saying it to you or someone else today i was saying we really don't have a clue what goes on behind closed doors mm -hmm. some of the examples for you know you're living in this wonderful neighborhood and all of a sudden the police show up and you find that your neighbor living three doors down had a bunch of 
dead people living in the freezer. They weren't living. They were stored. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're going, my God, like he seemed like the nicest guy. He stayed, yeah. you know, he stayed to himself. But anybody need the driveway shoveled or the grass cut? I mean, he was always there. He was always so nice. This is what I'm talking about, right? So we never really know what's going on in someone's life. Now, that was an extreme. Yeah, that's why when people like to judge and jump all on the bandwagon, it's like grab your pitchfork, especially online, you know, and the torches, let's go burn down the 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 village kind of thing, because people do this, right? And then maybe they find out after the fact what the truth was, and people feel really bad about that. Because it's not our job to judge, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect at it either. But I really, yeah. oh, well, I'll do. hey, I can be, I can be just as catty as the next person sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you know, <laughs> I can't help it. Oh, it's Michelle, just... you're so hilarious. Is it wrong to put a person's name in the freezer? Hmm. Just their so name? Why would you? Yeah, well, because just because the whole. I'm going to ask her why would you? Because, because the whole body went. Yeah, the whole body wouldn't fit. She just wrote the name down. And put I thought it. she was joking <laughs> about the body, but just just for just for um. Like, there's no judgment here, Michelle, just to understand why you're asking that, because that has a lot of implications, right? Some people use it with if you practice magic or, or whatever. So I'm just asking where you're coming from with that. Are you trying oh, to yeah. make them out symbolically? I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of, you know, if it did work that easily, I swear to God, I would get out my notebook, write all these names down, and I would open my freezer and throw them in there. Okay. That's was what I thought. Okay. Oh, to freeze them out of your life. Can't hurt. I don't think you're going to cause them that they're going to be growing icicles. Do you know how I get rid of this? Is me, and I will never tell people how to. You hear spiritual people all the say stuff like cut the cord or cut them out and do this, and you got to burn this rope around this candle and all that. You know what? Whatever works for you is cool. But I will because it is because some people want that stuff to go with it and it works really good. But for me, I find for me personally, if I don't want somebody in my life, I just start distancing myself from them and, and I just do not let them back in. I just don't. But I'm a it's it has been easy for me. I've had a couple people now that I just, I, you know, they did something bad or they did something. And it's like I just say to myself, all right, the friendship is over. Thank you for this time. Thank you. I've learned what I needed to learn. I appreciate this. I'm just going to let you go now. And I usually just take their phone numbers, get rid of it. I move their address and take all that stuff away. And as I do, I wish them well. I don't yeah. ever, you just yeah. can't do it like, yeah, I just wish them well. I, I, I'm grateful for the experience. You know, I'm cool. And, and I never hear from these people again. I never do. But I guess it's, it's all what you need to do. And then yeah, because I don't think there are right and wrong answers. Because no. again, like I just gave you about the guy hiding the bodies in the freezer. Nobody mm -hmm. knows anybody else's lives. The other thing I had added to that conversation, I'm sure it was somebody else that I was talking about. I also said we all wear masks. The only one that really knows ourselves is ourselves, right? Some of us wear the the mask of a child, being a son or a daughter, maybe a parent. We have our work mask. We have our friend mask. If you've got a partner, you've got a partner mask. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so we true. never really truly see who someone is on the inside. And the only person that knows that person is you. That's you. Yeah. Knowing your inner self. And probably, most likely, I will agree 100%, your guides, the angels, and whatever. You see where I'm going with this? So, I, and for us to sit up here and tell somebody, yeah, that's wrong. No, that's right. No, this is wrong. Uh, and we said this at the that's beginning good. of the show. I, I know you're going to read it. Hang on. Is okay. I was just going to add that we, we're not experts. We're no. just sharing with you what we know we get yeah. from spirit and from our own experiences. Go ahead, Dave. Um, I was going to tell you, can you pop um, Michelle Pratt's 
You want to this one? Do, then yeah. do we really know yes. ourselves? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So Michelle Pratt asks, then do we really know ourselves after what Jerry's saying? That's, mm -hmm. if you, you will always hear me say this on TikTok, I will say this at readings, I will say this all the time. Remember who you are. That is the whole thing. No, we don't know ourselves right now. We are such a small extension of a big extension of ourselves. So we are an extension of an extension of ourselves. If you want to put it, that's the best human ways I could put it. So we are a small part playing a small part of a bigger part of us back there already. So to really know ourselves, you do when you go back. But part of the reason we incarnate on here is to know ourselves from different angles. So to know who I am, I need to play David in this life. And maybe to know who I am, I need to play um, Elspeth from Italy in another life to know that perspective of who I am. So that's what I was that's referring what we're doing. to ourselves in this human form that we're having a human existence in this existence right now. Yeah. Nobody's going to know you better than you, regardless yeah, no of maybe not your higher self, but I do agree with Dave. Remember who you are. are yeah. And, and like, like Laura Lee did say, she's talking about now, do we know ourselves? Yes. Now, now you do know yourself better than anybody here. Whether you want to be honest or not, or you could yeah, say, you I do. don't really know myself. We do. We no, do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You know who you are. It, it, you just have to admit stuff. That's why spiritual people do all that shadow work and all that crap, because we want to know who we are. So we dive deep into, okay, I've got all this, these demons down here. Let's get them out. Let's get them out and just be happy. So, but you know who you are. And I agree with Laura Lee. We do know who we are. Mm -hmm. And if you really think about it, and I think that if you ask for it and say you get into some meditation or you're in communication with your guides, there are some things we're not meant to know. There's a reason why we come in with the amnesia that we do, right? We're here to learn. We're lit, like Dave said, try on Dave right now, try on Laura Lee and next mm -hmm. lifetime, it'll be, you know, over in another planet and different yeah, sex and different the whole situation. I get that. But in this lifetime, it's possible to know who we are on a deeper level then uh, yeah i think i believe so too i agree with you it is it is to know i know i know there's nobody knows anything more about me right now than i do mm -hmm. no one does no one and, and that probably like you said earlier that goes for all of us it does yeah i believe so it's just whether you want to be honest or not with it right or i've been guilty of this too we always have a choice and i'll say sometimes that i didn't have a choice yeah i did have a choice it was just not the choice i wanted to make <laughs> yeah exactly i think every day kind of makes us discover a little bit more about ourselves you know every day you can learn something new about yourself and about i do try to learn something new every day and i think i'll probably be like that till the end of my life not yes. everybody has to be that way but i i like learning and Me i too. can tell you through learning and experience that i'd definitely changed some of my views and belief systems say from 10 years ago and who knows 10 years from now i might think something different and that's okay yeah. too yeah exactly I'm constantly learning about myself. Let's see. Oh, you know what we should do? Because we're halfway through. What? Do the unpredictable, predictable. Yes. Readers. Who's got a question? Or if you've got something coming through, Dave, you go ahead. If not, uh, we'll I, pick. I don't yet. You can pick or we'll see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm rolling up and down here to see if anything lights up. I got a Kathleen Connor. Do you know Kathleen? I don't. Do you? Perfect. No, don't. Neither of us know Perfect. Kathleen Connor. We don't know her. Mm -hmm. Kathleen, are you still here? 
If not, we'll have to pick somebody else. But if you got one question for us, we're doing the unpredictable, predictable reading. If you haven't been here before, Dave and I pick somebody. Sometimes it's more than one. And we will do a reading for you when you kind of light up or we know most of you. Kathleen's still here. Good. Do you have a question, yeah. Kathleen, or you just want to know what we have from spirit for you? I'll give you a few minutes. So I'll explain this a little further. So if you light up, it could be something you say, or like we said, we've asked Kathleen, if you want to ask something, feel free. And Dave and I will both give you what we receive from spirit and probably pull a card for you. And just as a caveat, I know we're both mediums. We normally don't do mediumship readings Thank here you. unless we don't do mediumship readings on lives. Uh, one, because they're personal. Two, because we have to keep going back and forth with you. It'll take all, it'll take all year. She and just then, wants to know from spirit what we have. Okay. But if somebody does come through, we don't shush them away. Because I yeah. think the last show, somebody's dad came. That did happen. Uh, and we talked, to, we had quite a long chat today. We could have done a podcast. Probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Phone conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's hilarious, you guys. So Kathleen Connor, go ahead. You, I'll let you, I'll let you take I'm the reins first. So, and I'm tuning in as well. So uh, I'm going to pull a card. Because usually how I like to get energy, can I tune into? Yes. But what I like to do sometimes is hear somebody's voice. So I'm going to pull a card for you. Okay. What I've got, I don't even know what, oh, Angels of Abundance. I think I picked it because we were kind of talking about law of attraction. Oh, Let me grab my glasses and I'll read you what it says. Exercise to increase your energy and manifestation. Hang on. I haven't got my glasses on abilities. The key to manifesting quickly is to have very high um, energy levels and easiest way to increase them is through physical exercise. She is a fun and meaningful activity so that you'll look forward to exercising and it becomes your own reward. Now let me tune in on this unless you're picking up something because what I'm seeing is um, I'll put the picture up for you, honey, is a lot of picked uh, a lot of animals. So getting out in nature, I'm getting some just bits and pieces here. Um, I'm, I'm also hearing, I'm going to disregard this too, uh, keep this in mind, but about creativity. I don't know if you're looking at a different creativity venture, you're, you're considering it, maybe it's something you wanted to do, because I have a feeling that that may also help if that's something you're hoping to manifest, maybe create a little extra cash, but it's also going to, I think, help you connect with spirit on a deeper level and open up a lot of things that you didn't think were possible. Go ahead, Dave. Um, thank you. Um, so Kathleen, I went to pull a card, but I do, but they're directing me away from the card. So it's got a little bit to do with the card, but, and I'll show you the card in a minute. Cause it's really quite blue. I drew you a dragon card because I felt some dragon energy with you, but anyway, they keep showing me and I think it's you. Cause that's the one I'll concentrate on. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of got some soreness up in my shoulders and the neck area and you might not feel it, but it basically means that you're carrying a lot of crap right now. It's not just physical. If it's physical, it's still there. And a lot of that physical stuff could be caused from the spiritual stuff carrying around way too much crap. You got too much stuff in your head. It's like your head is so heavy right now, Kathleen, but that's okay. Um, it's pretty much like they're asking you to go ahead and accept like, um, activations or heart, heart healing. So if you ever ask like, God or whoever you pray to, Hey, do you know, help me feel better? I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm ready for it. Just go ahead and help me feel better. Do that because they're ready to help that for you. The reason I'm saying that is there's a blue dragon from Pleiades and with the, with the blue and everything, I know green is normally healing, but this blue is giving you activations and stuff. And I think they need you to kind of 
kind of kind of kind of let everybody else go kathleen you've done all you can for a lot of people you're cool where you are right now so it's, it's your turn now that'll help any stress if you're getting that from there the other one is um they want you to have trust so the uh thank you uh there's like opportunities that are coming around you and you i don't know why you keep that not taking them like you don't believe them or you don't believe you can have it or don't believe it but you're you're totally worthy of having these things miss kathleen um one so to sum all this up um screw the world right now do you because that's what that's what they're waiting for then you need to heal a little bit um it's 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 slight physical but there might be a little spiritual but i feel some physical somewhere um that and then let the opportunities happen for you sweetie you, you've got to in in whatever opportunities go just go yeah it's kind of like we said earlier yes thank you yes i'll have that please thank you and just do it just take it and accept it who knows where it's going to lead you it might not lead you anywhere but for that moment it was important because remember, even the small things that come across us in our life are kind of little catalysts to the big things that come into our life. So I hope that makes sense for you, Kathleen. I will leave you with that. And I'm going to apologize, guys. I'm trying to tune in here. I don't usually have this happen ever. Those of you that follow my show, <laughs> life is crazy here. So if you can some calming energy, um, you guys know the Dell that normally has his show here on Thursday nights. He pre-records it because he has t uh, uh school right now and i have a son with autism he he i'm trying to do a reading he's having a meltdown the dog's going crazy it's this life. that's what happens when you're alive so that may not have been the best i hope it resonates with you kathleen but no i got a bunch I, of balls in the air right now and i don't usually tell you guys this but i do <laughs> yeah no actually no the first part of your reading was correct as well i skipped it because you already did said it i didn't tell so, you yeah. that blue with that ball because that's what i kept seeing there's a lot of that blue in her yeah her. like that's what i she like needs a, she, yeah it's it's a calming sensation that needs mm -hmm. to come by through Hi, Judy. Mm -hmm. but anyway we'll, we'll probably pick somebody else in a little bit yes like i said if you can send some calming energy yeah Apparently if you I guys if you guys have any questions about like anything, literally, if we know it, we will pop it out. We were going to talk yeah. about processes of how mediums actually read people or how I different think that's mediums important do. Unless you guys want to talk about something else, because, um, and I'm going to share something here because I was guilty of this before. I've always had these gifts, but they've developed over the years. And I remember years ago for uh, Dell's birthday, he missed his dad so desperately. And so we had had somebody come and try and clear the house locally. So I asked her to do a mediumship reading. And she admitted that hearing was one of our last things to be able to hear spirit on the other side. She said her mom was helping with that. And I couldn't understand because I had seen on TV, like, you know, and I'm serious, I did. I saw this is years ago and, you know, that they're hearing and talking and having a conversation thinking, I never said it, but I think, what do you mean you can't hear? Till I started opening my abilities and it, it Dave, you said it best. It's telepathy. We had this conversation. On yeah, it's telepathy. Go yeah, ahead. I, I need that stuff to add. I, yeah, and uh, if I could explain this to you. When mediums do stuff, no matter what clair they're using, and we'll answer your question about how do you know what gifts you are, how do you put that up? Um, whatever 
one, I'm a farm believer is you start out with like one certain thing that you're usually like, that's your thing. But then all of a sudden that'll start to like fizzle away and you're like, what happened? And all of a sudden this other one will come in. You have to be able to know everything. See, in your natural state of who you are outside of here, life, I mean, back where you are, everything is done not through words because you're you have you're going back someplace where you can literally communicate with any being that ever existed and ever will exist so it's all done through telepathy which means it comes in through the mind sometimes it's not words because there's no words to explain things i have spirits give me stuff and then they're like dave you find the words and i'm like screw you that's too hard but you the know? green stuff told me the plant off air one time that was, the spirit gave you and they gave you the picture but we still haven't found the word for what it was that so would help with the back pain i remember Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes they give, they give, they give me just like certain pictures picture. and stuff of something close, and you just don't know what it is. So it's a lot. It's telepathy a lot of times. We do hear stuff like I have a gift of clear audience, and so does Laura Lee at points. Mine was really strong for a long time, which means I do hear objectively outside my ear sometimes, but it's not often, and it's not a lot. And and I'm glad because listen to, to people who tell me that they hear it perfectly in their outside their ear. I'm like, well, then you should be 100% accurate because it's coming from their vibration to yours. So uh, clear audience means the thoughts come in and, and it sounds like dialogue in your head that you're not making. You're just sitting here and you're just like, yeah. just kind of looking around going, what? That's clear audience. So that's what that is. So now it is telepathy. Oh, sorry, Dave. I was going to say, oh. we talked about this off air. And so for me, and this is going to kind of answer a little bit of the question, but I want to share just so you realize how different things work for different people. When I hear spirit, it's in my voice, but I know it's not me because I don't talk that way. And it's always meant sort of lovingly. It's meant, I've learned to discern. I can feel the energy of it. I know the wording of it. And I know the way that it's worded. Okay. I've never heard a different voice. Everybody's different. But with mediumship, what happens for me, and this was the biggest shock because I'm so clear audient, as Dave said, I hear spirit all day long. So for me, it was like going to a different country. Because I realized very quickly that, and it's getting better more. I think the more we use these gifts, the more the muscle grows. Yeah. But in the beginning, um, sometimes it would just be a color. Or sometimes I would hear something. I'd smell it. Maybe I'd taste it. Um, sometimes I didn't see them. I'm starting to see people more now that I'm using the gift. And then, um, you know, you really have to tune in. Like some also just, and some of the things I've been taught, that I'm trying to work on is like, and Dave, you shared some of this with me before Dave's helped me too, is, um, you know, if you know that there's a symbol that's going to be used for a certain thing, and I know Dave, like you, I'll give you a chance, sorry, just a sec, like to add, like say something for love, you know, every time you see this, it's going to mean something for love, right? Because your guides mm -hmm. want to help you succeed and communicate with you. But sometimes I'll use a word, a feeling, all your senses. And I, like I said, I felt like I was learning a new language and I never know what language the person that comes through is going to be speaking. So you kind of got to be able to tune into it all. At least that's how I find it works for me. Yeah, it's true. They they will get symbols and they'll use the same symbol for stuff. It's They give you symbols and telepathy, almost like when people talk about downloads, like, oh, I'm receiving downloads. What a download is, is sometimes you'll receive a word. Now, behind every word, there's a million things. And this is why I try to tell people when, when spirits care talking to you telepathy wise, you really got to be on the mark because the word, if I say the word Christmas, 
50 different people could have 50,000 different things that come in with the one word Christmas. So if a spirit just said to me, Christmas, I would be like, dude, you'd be more specific. And, and that's it. Because a lot of things come in with that. Um, I need to answer Sandra Sharp's question really quick. I'm sorry. Um, it just popped into my head. <laughs> well, read it for, for uh, okay. listening. Okay, Sandra Sharp. Oh, yeah. Then go back to your question. Will I be moving in the next year? Um, it, around it, it's around the uh, did you like? Did you say July? July? Two four two four two four two. Got you. It's it's you have a chance around July August. Um, if you don't take that, the next likely chance comes right in the beginning of two four twenty four twenty twenty four. So uh, I, the chances start to come around, the chances start to come around um, uh, the summer. So it's like July, right around the end of July. But if you don't take it, it goes into 24. That's the, that's the tagline I'm seeing. Okay. So I'm going to answer Kathleen's question really quickly yeah, that I have found. And then I would love for us to spend a few minutes on Rose and Judy's. And we've got somebody new down below that we might, I hope maybe we could give a little bit of um, Cindy Riddle has some stuff. She Hi, shared. Cindy. So, um, so Rose and Judy, we're getting to your question, but Kathleen, you said, I have a lot of buzzing in my right ear. Can that mean anything? It drives me mad. So what I have found when I get buzzing now, this may not be for you, but I know for me that that's a sign from spirit, kind of like what Dave said, sort of a download for me. So obviously if I'm driving, it's not going to happen. So I will pause, take a deep breath and just sort of stop. Okay. And say, thank you. And then eventually it will reveal itself. But sometimes it can be very loud. So, and I've shared this, sometimes it doesn't work for people, but for myself, I'll say, could you turn that down, please? It's, it's a little too loud. And they usually do. Dave, I know you want to add something. I can feel it already. No, no I do. With, with buzzing in the ear, depending on what it is, I used to get buzzing in my ear. I went to a doctor first. I did. But, but my buzzing wasn't like the buzzing, like the spiritual buzzing. It, and it ended up I had an ear infection. But that went away. But guess what happened? The buzzing started coming in at different sides of the ears and all that after that back and my forth. My my left uh, that, Yeah. So now um, I do have, if I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, my right ear will buzz. It'll start in the highest pitch noise. That's also, that's my symbol from spirit going, stop what you're doing. There's something wrong, and they'll do that all the time. Um, sometimes when I start doing readings, they'll buzz my left ear or they'll tickle my back. If you have, I agree with Laura Lee, that's always been my favorite thing to do. Exactly what she said is this direct contact with the spirit and say, if if this buzzing is coming from you, it's bothering me, could you please do it less frequency or give me something else? Uh, and, and, and they will because they don't. They're, they're not, not here to the, annoy you. They're, yeah, they're not in the physical. They're not, you know, you got to remind, you got to remind us sometime. Okay, let's ask Rose and Judy's because I think they're similar. So Rose Talk asks, how do you know what your gifts are? And Judy asks, how do we develop our intuition we already have? Huh, what was that again? There's Rose's. How do we know what your our gifts are? are sorry, are. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't, gosh, that's a tough one. I um, can, I can help you with a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go ahead. See if you can help out there. So like when I found out, like reawaken kind of some of my gifts, right? And I think this is important that we pay attention to the signs and things like numbers, whatever, because I think once we start tuning in a little bit 
and start listening. Like just, I think meditation is so important. Really, I do. I think it's our workspace, if you will, because when we quiet the mind, it allows more information to come in. So one of the things you can do, Rose, if you want to know, and I truly believe this, is if you're able to quiet the mind, to, to go into conversation with your guides, ask. And then the one thing I always teach people when I'm mentoring students is, how do you learn best? Are you a visual learner? Are you, um, you know, do you sense things? Do you feel things? Do you see them? Do you hear them? And I think really paying attention to a lot of the signs around you. I know, Rose, already that you have some gifts. I know that because I do know Rose. <laughs> but for somebody that's new, we all have gifts, but you got to kind of look at, like a lot of people don't recognize, like um, most people, I, I used to get this all the time and I couldn't understand why in the beginning you're a healer. It seemed like everybody got you're a healer because a lot of things that we do as human beings are healing, but we don't look at it as traditional healing, like yeah, paintings or music or singing or acting or making people laugh. That can all be healing to people. Yeah. Dave, if you got something, I feel like you do. Oh, I was just reading some comments. Um, for gifts wise, that's great advice because my- Because I don't think anybody can tell you what your gifts yeah, are. You, yeah, for me, I have a hard time. Listen, I mean, when I was a child, ghosts were just there. I mean, in my house. So they made noises. I could hear them. Everybody could hear them. They were always there, but then they would incorporate talking to me. Now, I realized I had audience when the thoughts would start coming into my head and I recognized one day, these aren't mine. I was not thinking that. Where's that coming from? And as a, and I, I was a very little kid, but I just started talking back to them. So that was a nice way. Um, but we talked about this day before the show, right? And yeah. we were talking about a particular scenario for yourself and you were able to discern something. But I said, we all do have that inner voice. Yeah, everybody's got that, that connection. Inner voice. Yeah. And that's so when you and, can quiet the mind. And uh, yeah, ask, I think you're know. my I'm going to say this. My best bet is to anybody who wants to discover what they have or anything is to first and foremost, learn and utilize meditation of some sort. You just, it's just, you just got to do it. Everybody I know who does this meditates at some point because you're literally, what you're doing is you're putting yourself aside because when you're doing readings or like when I do mediumship readings, I'm not, so people always say, I'm not very emotional during mediumship readings at all, but that's because I have to set aside. I got to be over here. I can't let anything else affect me because I know the minute I start to feel sad, it's going to affect my judgment of what I'm getting from over there. So I have to move over to the side and become very biased. Pay attention when you ask a question or try to ask for an answer, pay, be aware of your body, your thoughts and everything else, because maybe you maybe are asking a question about, you know, something about your life and you'll start get pains in different sides of your body and you'll start to feel certain emotions that could be clairsentience and you're like super clairsentient so everything that comes to we gotta tell people feeling, what clairsentience is <laughs> oh that clairsentient is kind of clear feeling is what that means clairsentient clear is clear feeling yeah clear, clear knowing is clear cognizance you know um, things but you don't know why you know them but you know them as sure as you know what the color of your eyes are for example you just know it um uh, somebody are 
inspiration transformation was talking about clear gustance, which is clear smelling, which comes subjectively okay. and objectively sometimes. Yeah. And, and I didn't even know I had that until I was doing readings and I would like, sometimes I can actually smell the cigar smoke and sometimes the cigar smoke will be implied. That would be subjective, meaning it's coming from within. Otherwise, but otherwise you can hear it outside too. They will use all of your senses and remember that when you're dealing with your guides and angels and higher vibrational beings, their job is not to scare you. They wouldn't in any no, way, no. nor would they tell you that you must do something or um, they may give you some guidance. They may kind of encourage you, maybe something you shouldn't be doing, but they're never going to tell you, you must do this or else. That's yeah. that's not that's never. not love. That's not because they're here to support you, to guide, help you. You're here for a reason. Every one of us are here for a reason. We chose to be here in this time right now. And we've, we're hoping to, uh, we set a mission, if you will, for things that we want to learn. Or I like the way Dave said it that we're trying on the role of Dave and Laura Lee, yeah. just like anybody else is, and then the next just one seeing we'll ourselves, it. yeah, just seeing ourselves from another uh, perspective. And plus, like I said, the, there's a really there's a really extra special reason why we're all here during this time too. I mean, this is this is this is something that's happening on this earth, which I won't start too much now because it's already seven thirty three. But um, the, this is the 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 first time in in eternity that uh, an entire planet is exchanged moving over consciousness um so that's what's happening now so that's why everything's so chaotic so i always tell people just enjoy uh, just you know, all you can do is sit back and if you can help someone to make it easier do it if not just let it go Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. your fight. Okay, I'm so Judy asked, how do we develop the intuition we already have? I'm going to add one thing, then I know Dave's going to give you some more. I think I already answered this, that we need to use it. And we need, the more we use it, it's like a muscle, the stronger it will grow. And the way to prove that your intuition is growing and getting stronger, I call it evidential proof. So you're not running around going, ha ha, I was right. But you make note of things that you felt that you were intuitive about and you you have some kind of proof that yes, yes, you were on the right track. Yes, this is the right thing, right? Because then it helps yeah. you get a little bit more confident. Go ahead, Dave. No, that's absolutely correct. It's mm -hmm. Intuition and all the clairs, they're literally a muscle. And, mm -hmm. and if you don't work a muscle, it gets weak. So you got to work it. And what Laura Lee is saying is, absolutely correct and when you if you're developing intuition uh, validate everything evidence is very important like like laura lee said even in our work like if i do mediumship readings i don't ever just go i have your grandma here she loved to bake and she had curtains in her house she says she loves you and then that's it that's nothing if somebody told me that i'd be like yeah no you know yeah, we've you got you got to you got to give it's it's not a game, but you got to give validation. Because and you got to be okay with being wrong. wrong. Yeah, you have to and be I very okay. And I'm still working on that with certain aspects myself, but we have to be okay with being wrong because I've said this many times, and I know Dave has too. If someone tells you that they are 100% correct beyond a shadow of a doubt, wrong. I would run. Because none yeah. of us are 100% correct. Yeah, no one is. And, you know, also what Laura Lee said, uh, Judy, dear, buy yourself some cards, guess some colors, um, 
go ahead and maybe buy, buy an Oracle deck. I always tell people to start out with an Oracle deck. It's, it's got, it's got it's a picture, a phrase on top, a phrase on the bottom. It can tell you all kinds of things. Start pulling cards for yourself. You know, take the deck, get to know it, pull some cards for yourself, and then see how you're coming along with that. I have there a problem. Go. I told Dave and anybody that knows me, I do. You know, I love this deck. I bought this deck about 20 years ago and I opened it up and I go, what the heck am I going to do with this? Oh my God, what a mistake. Holy cow. I rediscovered it about six years ago. This guy is called the key of the Arcturians. I have to show it off, Dave. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> and what he did was he channeled crop circles. Oh, that's cool. And he only has one. This is a good deck, actually. It's got one word on the back. I'm trying to see what this one says. So this one says release, but then he channeled symbols. Each one of them have a different symbol that you bring into meditation. And it's supposed to unlock a little bit more information and a message for you meant only for you. So this is a cool deck. It's only got one word, right? And then you, you look at the colors, look at the shape. What does it say to you? And don't censor yourself. Go with the first thing you get right? Because that's how you're going to learn to trust what you receive. You're not always going to be right. Give yourself permission. It's okay to be wrong. Okay. And, and I'm going to, and I'm going to add one thing in it. Whenever you are doing readings, if you are doing the reading with the intention to help someone, your reading is going to go a lot better than if your intention is to just make some cash that day or just to show off. I always tell people, I people had asked me to do stuff at parties, and, and I tell people spirits don't do parlor tricks. But there have been times yeah. where there have been times where spirits said, Oh, they want a parlor trick. Okay. And then they'll tell me some information that I couldn't possibly have known. And those people will freak out and then they'll never question me again. But then they bother me for the next time. Yeah. I was going to oh, a go party ahead. with Dell's uh Dell's friends. Okay. This is quite a few years, well, a couple of years ago. And um they don't they know what I do, but nobody really believes in that kind yeah. of stuff. And they respect it, they leave it alone, and we just don't have conversations about it. So as I'm leaving, I'm hearing my guide say to me, You need to bring a deck with you. And I'm arguing in my head, I'm not bringing a freaking deck to a party. Like I'm going to look like an idiot. They are not going to be happy about this at all. And they kept insisting. So I know when I kept hearing, you really should bring a deck with you. So I did. I ended up running into a girl I'd never met before and her mom had died and she was having a really hard time. So we went in the kitchen and the host of the house was pretty good about it. She goes, as long as you're not going to be leaving anything creepy in the house, like joking thing, right? That's not what happened. But the coolest thing is afterwards, and she we picked up that our mom's favorite color was pink. There's pictures of me and her together and there's pink throughout the picture right around where her heart chakra would be. It's the coolest oh, cool. picture. So I listened that one time, and I don't normally do that kind of yeah. thing either at parties. <laughs> yeah, I normally don't either. Oh, yeah. Um, Claire goes into the word of thing. If I'm around somebody that was dishonest, I could smell a dead road in her old wet laundry. It's funny that they use Claire Gustin's for a symbol, and that I've heard that happen before. Um, that's kind of cool. That's a nice, that's a nice, I always tell you spiritual people, when you're really deep into it and you're really good at it and you're doing it for the right reasons, you really are a really good BS detector. You just become that it's, it's, it, you, there's no, you know, all the signs. you don't even have to do it spiritually. You can just look at somebody for five seconds and go liar. And it's like, not always, but pretty good. 
You know what I find I'm going to read Jane's comment. She said, when I was learning Reiki and meditation, you always have to quiet your mind to put your own ego and thoughts aside and let the universe flow through you. Agreed a hundred percent. But what I find a big roadblock for people is that they say, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't quiet my mind. I can't. So sometimes what I'll suggest and YouTube is your friend when it comes to these things, many things actually in this field, there's a lot of free resources out there is that you know what, try some different meditations. There's binaural beats that you can plug mm. in. There's different megahertz type toning ones that you can try. Um, people that I know that are chronic pain sufferers, I've sent them to them. There are ones that will target actually parts in your brain to open up your yeah. gifts, to help you have an experience, to do all kinds of things. There's breathing meditations. There's guided meditations so that you get into the energy of, of just relaxing and letting it all go. And then maybe try you know, a couple minutes, couple minutes every day and add a minute till you get to the point where you are, you, you will crave that quiet time. Believe me, when, yeah. when the world is insane and your house is insane, like tonight, I'll probably meditate afterwards because I'll need to, to hear. That's when I get my guidance, when I create. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you meditate, you know, and if, and for meditation, listen really closely to anybody. Don't let it turn you off. What happens is so many out there give you so much crap about quieting the mind and everything. Okay, all that stuff will come eventually what they're talking about. I haven't even got there completely. Now, I can be pretty quiet in my mind and I can pretty pass out, but there's still I'm still always going for the gold. So we all do. Don't let it bother you. And like she said, there's different kinds of meditation. There's eating meditations. That's concentrating on every bite you take and only focusing on that. Whenever you meditate, if you just concentrate on the breath and anytime you have a thought, go back to the breath. Just keep going back to the breath. That's going to get you there. Take your time. Do it for one, two minutes, and like Laura Lee said, and then maybe, uh, you know. A thought pops up. You don't, yeah. you know what? It's okay. The thought, let the thought. Let it go. Go right back to the breath. I want to add um, here, we have somebody, I think you might have missed our beginning part. We talked about Oak Sage, and that's that's you, and that's okay. You said you never personally charge for spiritual services, and that's okay if that works for you. So, Cindy Riddle, I've seen some of your comments, and I'd like to read them. That's okay, Dave. Um, she said, my dad was a minister and frowned on this, meaning talking about the spiritual perspective that we've been talking about. And since he's passed 15 years ago, my energy and gifts are off the chain. I have kept it hidden. She, I think, was mentioning, too, that she, I think she stays in her home quite a bit. Now, I'm wondering, asking you, I'm, I'm not going to um, assume this, but I'm guessing this is by choice, Cindy. Is there something you wanted to add, Dave, or? Yeah. Um, for this one, uh, I understand because I didn't tell people, uh, I, there's still people in my family. People asked me, there's still people yeah, I won't tell. <laughs> yeah. There's still some people in my family. It's like, Oh my God, they, 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 they know some of the stuff I do. A lot of them just think, Oh yeah, Dave just goes to haunted houses and he's an investigator. They have no clue. And they, they, they frown on that. So I just, you know what, if it's not in their business, it's not in their business. Just because you have something, it doesn't mean you have to tell everybody. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person from holding it back. If you feel that that's something you need to do, because I used to, we were in a group one time and they tried to force people out of the spiritual closet. I'm like, it's like anything else. When you feel you Ready. want to do something with it, do it. If you don't feel like it, th this is your, it's very personal. 
having gifts that you're using is very personal. Everybody has gifts, but I mean, when we're actively using them, it's personal. It's a choice you have to make to do. Spirit this wants is, me to add to, it's yeah. okay to have boundaries. Yes. So, you know, I say you did share it with someone and it's not going so well or whatever. You have every right to stop the conversation, do whatever you like. Or, you know, people seem to, I've met people within the spiritual field who, who, you just let things happen because you, you know, we talk about forgiveness and stuff. And I think that we can't talk about forgiveness and other things without realizing it's okay to have boundaries, to know where your boundaries are as well. Right. Because people, yeah. sometimes I've run into people that think that forgiveness means that you just accept everything that everybody does. No, and no. You're in the spiritual field. You're all love and light. And no, you can have boundaries and that's okay. Oh, trust me. And I'll be, I'll be the first one to tell you, there's a lot of people on this planet that disgust me, but <laughs> that's, but it doesn't mean I don't, I hate them. I want to wish mm -hmm. stuff on them. I just don't like, you know, you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. That's cool. It's just supposed to, yeah. you know? Um, Cindy, I would say, you know, when you're ready to do something, do something. If your gifts are going off the chain and you're worried about it, sit with yourself. I mean, I, I don't see why people start that relationship with a guide, not, not somebody, somebody told you was with you. Don't fall for some media going, there's this guy and Jesus and Michael, the angel is with you and all this other stuff. I Ooh, won't tell what, people. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I don't either. It's like whatever energy that you are speaking to, if it feels like a good energy, have a conversation and start listening. There's a reason we get that. Maybe there's some information you need to know. So, you know what? And remember this, if it's positive, message it's going to be from the other side if it is a negative message that is not from the other side mm -hmm. okay positive from the other side negative is not from the other side now we can hear negative messages sometimes mm -hmm. but you have a choice when you hear a negative message are you going to act on that are you going to ignore it are you going to go with it are you going to let it affect you it's the same thing when you hear a positive message are you i did act on I it you're going to keep uh, it Oh, sorry, Dave. I, I did. I have no. a little bit of a delay, guys. I forgot to mention that. Go ahead. But I did highlight this because I know I've run into people that have this issue and you may as well. And thank you guys for trying to see all the comments here. And we really appreciate you sharing and being part of the show here. That's what makes it so much fun here on the thing at the foot of the bed. Uh, she had also added, I have MS in a wheelchair, but she said, but in crowds, I pick up on everyone's thoughts and I have... I've run into people where that's been a problem. Have you run into people as well? Sometimes. So what advice yeah. do you give people? Because um, I, I have different advice, but do you have any that you give as well? Or Well, if you're running into other people, yeah, it's, you know what? My guys had told me a long time ago, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. My life was so screwed up halfway through it. I felt everything from everyone. I tried to be myself and all I did was hear voices all my life. Wah, wah, blah, blah, me. Yeah. Okay. You can drink it away, drug it away and talk to people about it, but there's no one to talk to it about it. You know what? You just, like they told me, I take, I take inventory of myself if I have to go someplace. And then I know if I'm in a good mood and I walk into a store and all of a sudden I feel like crap, I'm like, oh, that's not mine. I'm fine. That's theirs. And then I just like take it back. I don't want it. Or I, just, I send it I, with love. I send yes, it with love. Or the other thing is, and some of us are like this, we're all different, but I can tell you, like I know Cindy, I think, or somebody mentioned animals come to them. Animals for myself, babies. I will be in a store, especially during the last three years. And I think I, I was out for an hour and a half one time and I had eight different people I didn't know just come up 
and they needed to talk and they needed, you know, they needed that contact. And then they'd say, I don't know why I'm telling you my life story. I don't know. I don't even know you. So as human beings, we can all feel each other's energy. Yeah. We know the difference between positive and negative, whether we realize we do or not. But I'm going to build off what Dave said, that yes, you've said when you go into a group of people, you may be able to, to hear people's thoughts. I guess it's a choice of how you, you choose that you may want to manage that because I know for myself, I will usually put up, I have a video, I'm not trying to promote my YouTube channel. It's not big. It's <laughs> quite a bit with people first being very grounded and gridded, I think can really help manage a lot of our gifts. And grounding. Grounding is a, thank you for bringing that up. Grounding is a huge part. We'll just talk about that after you're done. And the only other thing, the other one I share, I put them together is how to create a love shield because I feel that we don't need to come from a place of, fe of fear because you'll hear, you know, if you're, you're an empath or whatever, we should put up this big shield. I get, I walk you through it. It takes you longer to watch the video than it does to do, but I come from the emotion of love and I walk you through how to create it because I don't want you turning off the video and going, what did she say in step seven again? What, 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 what did she say? I want you to be able to create that. Go ahead, Dave. You want to add some more? Yeah. Um, one, you said, how can I stop traveling my dreams? Why would you want to? Yeah. Yeah. Cindy, I think you're, Cindy, some of the stuff that you're talking about, just let it happen. You listen, as long as it's not evil, as long as it doesn't make you feel bad or physically hurt you, it's beautiful because I have tons of dreams. I would be angry if they wouldn't come and talk to me in my dreams, I think. Now, I've had some scary stuff happen, but it, but but I know it's more not scary like, oh, my God. It's scary like, oops, startles. You got me. Ha -ha. You know, that kind of scary. But otherwise, I, I, I wouldn't worry about too much, Cindy. I think what's happening is in your mind right now, all these things you're talking about, which are actually beautiful things. Mm -hmm. But the way, you're, the way you're talking about them, you're putting a little bit of the fear behind them or a bad thing behind it like this is a bad thing like i go and i fear people's thoughts cool that's a cool thing and if you don't want to hear people's thoughts then you just kind of like like laura lee said you have a choice whenever something happens do you think when i i have a regular muggle job during the day besides As i call it all the time the muggle yeah, job, the job <laughs> i have a regular job during the day yeah. and i swear when i first started that job if I were to answer every thing that came through my head, talk to every dead person that came in with somebody else to that store and did something, I wouldn't get anywhere. I wouldn't do anything and I'd go crazy. It is known and it is implied. I am not available between this time and this time. Yes, That's I teach that. I teach yeah. that. Just like you have the right boundaries. Yeah. No, yeah. we're closed for business. And that includes if you're getting woken up. I do get woken up from time to time. Not very often. I have paper by my bedside that I scribble down some note a spirit asked me to write down. Because yeah. the easiest way for anything, right, especially when we're just opening up, is when we're asleep. Yeah, it is. It is the best side, if you will. We're wide open. <laughs> Anybody who's listening right now, the best thing you can do in your entire life, even if you don't do it forever, is start a freaking dream journal. And that's basically either take your phone or a paper and, and, and a notebook, put it next to your bed to have the intention to just remember your dreams. Every time you wake up, I don't care what you remember. If you remember a circus clown 
eating an ant riding on a shark made of cake. I don't care. Write before that down. Before your feet hit the ground. Yes, before you wake up. to the bathroom or grab that cup of coffee, we forget yeah. giving 90%. Yep. And also, in those dreams, don't just go by what you saw. Whatever you wrote down, ask yourself, after you wrote it down, it was kind of there, go, wait, were there colors in there? Was there a main color? Was there a main feeling that went with it? Did I hear anywhere? The music playing? Because I can't tell you how many times I had certain dreams and I've got a dream journal and like one week I'll have what was sitting there and I didn't understand it. And the next week that dream would come back and add music to it. And I'd be like, oh, I got you. I got it now. Yay. And so, dreams, if you look into it, I think I was, there's a free, like it, we haven't even talked about things like remote viewing yet. We got all kinds of things to talk about. You guys got to keep tuning in here because we talk about yeah, different things every yeah, day. But there's a lady, Lori Williams, and I'm positive, like sign up for anything that's free too. If it piques your fancy yeah. stuff, sign up for it. I try and share it in my groups if it's free because for example, there's a lady, I think it's called Intuitive Specialist. And she was actually talking about different types of dreams. I also had somebody on the Angel Rock from over in the UK that was um, talking about it. Yeah. And she was saying that dreams, and it, you're not going to get all the information at once. And I agree with her with the fact that only you are going to be able to decipher your dreams because you're the one that has Yeah, it. you're the best person. Other people it. that give you yeah. a depiction of whatever this might be, that might be. Look back over time. As you start to connect the dots, what you've Believe me, sometimes like this lady, oh, I'm trying to remember her name. It was very unusual. She was on your UK morning show. Um, oh, she's got an unusual name. I'm trying to remember what it is. I feel so bad, honey, if you see this. Is that um, May with an M? No, with a D. Okay. Dulcie? Dulcie, I think her name is. Dulcie, I'm trying to remember. She was lovely, but she said your dreams are either prophetic. Sometimes they're kind of like junk dreams. Yeah. That you know, prophetic is seeing yeah yeah There's your brains really you know your brain's falling away the information you've got extraneous information it's got to kind of get moved out of the way to yeah. the there's flying dreams prophetic great dreams there is uh there mm -hmm. is release dreams there's all different kinds like well she gave saying. four kinds that like the yeah. classification she teaches about dreaming and stuff there is way more different kinds i think yeah. she was just for the beginner but it, the thing is your dreams give you so much information but you may not just get it at one dream that's why it's important to write it down like judy oh. said my friend keeps telling me to write down my dreams yeah write them down yeah and you know what else i would do write them down for like two weeks and then At go least. back and read them and then, don't write and, a novel you don't have to yeah. write a novel like dave said just jot down the points if you saw what'd you say writing yeah. on the back of a shark doing whatever yeah yeah just write down whatever you see and then and then just close the book and just wait i i usually wait about two weeks when i do a new project i wait about two weeks and i'll go back and i'll read them in two weeks and you'll be amazed mm -hmm. sometimes it's like this entire story or saying that goes back and back Mm -hmm. um, Rose says sometimes I have weird dreams and wake up but I go back to sleep it goes right back to the same dream yes that can happen or the other thing you can ask sometimes if you don't hear it do I need to write this down if you hear yes do so if not then maybe you were meant to go right back into the dream uh, Judy says I have lots of dreams that feel real and they could very well be you and could, could be, be astral traveling you could be lucid dreaming Mm -hmm. uh, if lucid dreaming, listen, uh, I know somebody asked me this on TikTok one time. They said, David, is the other side going into the other side a lot? Is that like lucid dreaming or stuff like that? And it's not. It's still, it's more real even than that. But, but the lucid dreams and the weird dreams, 
Um, if they feel real, what did you say? Go ahead and feel them. Just go with them. They're, remember, in a dream, in an actual dream, there really is nothing that can hurt you. Well, you can go into dream walking. You yeah. can roll. Your, there's so many different things yeah. you can do with dreaming. Sure. So, but that's another show, guys. We got about three minutes left. Oh, no. Well, Lori, where can they get a hold of you? Okay, they can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. Now, this um, Monday, same time, same space, UPRN, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am having Michael on, who is a friend of mine, really gifted psychic medium. He's got such cool, interesting stories. He's got a little bit about the paranormal, his interesting gifts, stuff like that. I've got two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal, Angel Rocker Tribe for many things we're talking about and dave take it away um see you can find me on facebook and instagram under uh medium uh david hansel or spiritual medium david hansel i have a facebook group called the spirit experience and a youtube channel called the spirit experience with i just started posting some more stuff on there i also have another podcast that i do called mystic stew it's a very short form it's not live it's just some questions and some things about spirituality and near-death experiences which i have had um i'm also on tiktok um it's at medium david hansel and all i do is answer questions there i have my i have like 93 94 to thousand followers and i just answer i've been questions. sharing all the time yeah, with you guys so. go check it out it's awesome and then um um, if you want to get a hold of me for reading, like I said, or anything to ask questions, you can go to theywhispertome.com. And there's all only kinds of different place, services. The, yep. the only place to get a hold of us, right, yep. Dave? Yep. Anybody comes at you other outside of that, it's not me. You can Dave's only not you selling can, magic yep. bracelets or anything because yep. somebody's yeah. pretending they are. Yes, I don't sell magic bracelets. Not this lifetime. So we <laughs> next week, and we're going to ask you at one, two, three, Dave, what's at the foot of your bed? Yes. There you go. <laughs> we we'll did see it. you next week, guys. We're so bye -bye, glad guys. for all your participation.